2: Just enter this nationwide keyword on our website. Bank. That's bank. Enter it now. Listen, and you'll know.
3: First of all, if you haven't heard this yet, I love this. Rod Arquette on Talk Radio 105.9
0: KNRS.
4: All right, I want to ask all of you today, as you get ready to vote tomorrow, there should be a celebration in this country tomorrow, because if you believe the Democrats tomorrow, we are going to lose democracy. Democracy will go by the wayside. We'll be taken over by an authoritarian government led by the Republicans. They are going to tell historians they will not be allowed to write about history. We are going to line up our children in the streets and shoot and kill them. I mean, that's what, that's what the Democrats are talking about, if you believe everything they've said over the past week. So there should be a celebration today, the end of democracy in America, because tomorrow it all changes. That's what the Democrats are trying to convince you about doing today, and we know that's not going to happen, and it isn't. But it is a very important day, and I'm going to stress this throughout the day today. If you have not voted, please make sure you vote. You you all got mail-in ballots. Make sure you fill those out. I'm going to vote in person tomorrow. I'm just one of those guys that likes to do that. That's what I plan on doing tomorrow. But either way, either you get that mail-in ballot in today if not, you want to drop it by the uh, the uh, drop boxes that are all around the state right now in the area you live, you live in, you can find out. and uh, Or go vote in person, which I'm going to do tomorrow because, you know, I'm just kind of one of those weird guys that feels patriotic when I vote, I guess. How are you, everybody? Hello, Utah. Welcome to the Rod Arquette Show on this day before a very important midterm election coming up for this country tomorrow. And we have got a lot to talk about today. We're going to be talking with some uh, both national and local political pundits or strategists and get their take as to what they see happening tomorrow. We also may open up the phones and let you weigh in on this. But we want to remind you, coming up at 6 o'clock tonight, a little bit less than two hours from now, we are going to be doing, we do this before every major election, we call it Rod's Minute to win it. And if you're a candidate running for political office, or you have a family member or a friend who is doing so, let them know that in the 6 o'clock hour tonight, we open up our phones to any candidate who calls in, and we will give them exactly, exactly one minute to make a final pitch to voters as to why they should vote for them tomorrow. There's the little tocker you'll hear. E-Ray, hit the buzzer, too. I like the buzzer. All right, here it comes. Here it comes. Once you hit 60 seconds, E-Ray will buzz you, and we cut you off. So you better be you better be ready. Uh, you know, some people script it. Some people just wing it, whatever you can do. But we call it Rod's Minute to Win It, and that gets underway tonight at 6 o'clock. And a reminder, tomorrow, Election Day, we will turn our coverage over to uh, iHeartMedia for our national coverage between 5 and 8 tomorrow, and then we will broadcast live from the Republican Party election night party at the brand new uh, Hyatt in downtown Salt Lake City. Uh, former state representative, one-time candidate for uh, Congress, Chris Herrod, will join me as we'll analyze those numbers tomorrow. So it should be a very exciting tomorrow, and it could be a very long night, and this could stretch into a couple of days, folks. Just just want to make you aware of that. Now, what was Joe Biden's closing message to the American people anymore uh, over the weekend? It, 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 In a midterm campaign season, you know, voters are very likely, and I think many of us are, by the cost of energy in this country today. Just drive down the street. Take a look at the price for a gallon of gasoline at the nearest gas station that you pass by. I mean, on Election Day, back in 2020, the day after Election Day, and Joe Biden was put into office, the price of gasoline on average in this country was two twenty-five a gallon. Two years later, Joe Biden and his green zealots within the Biden administration have now got the price averaging well above $3, if not closer to $4 a gallon. And if you drive in Nevada, you drive in California, you could be paying as much as $5 to $7 a gallon for gasoline. So what does Joe Biden talk about? Over the weekend, well, I want to let you hear a couple of sound bites. First of all, Biden was at an event last night in New York, uh, and he was there campaigning for uh, Governor Hockel, which is in a very tight race for the governor's chair there in the state of New York with Lee Zeldin. Now he was he was finishing up his speech, and he noticed a sign in the audience from one of his supporters who said, "No more drilling." Listen to what he had to say, Ray, If you'd play that cut.
5: And there's nothing, nothing beyond our capacity if we work together. So vote, get out the vote now. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No more drilling. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new, new drilling. No, I. That was before I was president. We're trying to work on that, get that done.
4: Yeah, we're going to get that done and end all drilling for oil in this country. As uh, if Joe Biden is allowed to continue in the White House, he's got two more years. Nothing we can do about him, but we can work on congressional action either through the House or Senate. Well, a day before, Joe was campaigning in Carlsbad, California. And then Joe talked about coal-fired power plants.
5: So it's going to become a wind generation. And all they're doing is you're going to save them a hell of a lot of money and they're using the same transmission line that transmitted the coal-fired electric on. We're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar.
4: Now, Joe Biden, that his pro- that's his promise to the American people as we get ready to vote tomorrow. No more drilling, no more coal-fired power plants in this country today. That's what Joe Biden's message is to all of us. Yet we're facing higher prices for just about everything because our energy costs have gone up. Now, all of a sudden, the Democrats are starting to realize they may be in a very tough fight uh, tomorrow night, a matter of survival. Ahead of the midterms, a CNN panelist predicted that it is going to be a very, very bad night for the uh, Democratic Party tomorrow. As a matter of fact, over the weekend, CNN political commentator, she's also a Democratic strategist, had this to say about the Democrats' chances tomorrow.
1: I'm a, I'm a loyal Democrat, but I am not happy. I just think that we are, you know, we did not listen to voters in this election, and I think we're going to have a bad night. And, you know, this conversation is not going to have much impact on Tuesday, but I hope it has an impact going forward because when voters tell you over and over and over again that they care mostly about the economy listen to them stop talking about democracy being at stake democracy is at stake because people are fighting so much about what elections mean i mean voters have told us what they wanted to hear, and I don't think Democrats have really delivered uh, but I, this cycle. I,
3: I think that's actually very true about the national messaging that's going on. But you actually have some good candidates who are following your advice. You have people like Mark Kelly, who is running a great race. You have people like Raphael Warnock, yeah, who's
1: running I, a great race. I and Josh say, Shapiro I would say in and those places we, and Tim we Ryan. have our you know the unfortunate um, combination of strong gubernatorial candidates, you know, like Mark Kelly is a pop I was just in Arizona and spent some time there talked to a, a bunch of voters. Mark Kelly's popular, but Kerry Lake is more popular. And the combination of Kerry Lake's popularity and Joe Biden's unpopularity is going to hurt Mark Kelly. And so, I think we're going to we're we're in trouble because of the top of the ticket.
4: We're in trouble because of the top of the ticket and who sits at the top of the ticket? One, Joe Biden. That's why they could be in trouble tomorrow. Now, one other note. Uh, NBC News earlier this week or late, late last week did a survey on Americans and their feelings toward the nation and where we're headed into the election. On Meet the Press with Chuck Todd uh, yesterday, he talked about the most important number to look at in the final NBC
6: survey. And here's, the, to me, the number you probably ought to care about the most in this poll. For the state of the U.S. economy. Eighty-one percent tell us they are dissatisfied. This is the second highest number we've ever recorded. The last time it was this high was just before the 2010 election, and you know how that
7: one
4: went. 81% of the American people are not satisfied with the economy right now. Will they send a message to the Republicans and the Democrats in the vote tomorrow. We'll have to watch. Now, when we come back, we'll talk with one of our political strategists and get their take on what could happen tomorrow. That's coming up on the Rod Arquecho. Great to be with you on this Monday afternoon. If you want to be a part of the program, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, Hey, Rod. And don't forget, our Rod's Minute to Win It Coming up tonight in the uh, 6 o'clock hour. Now, taking center stage today on the Rod Arquette Show, it's so great to welcome Chris Chapman back from the Lyft Clinic here on center stage to talk about what the Lyft Clinic can do for you. Chris, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for
6: being with us. Thank you for having
4: me. All right, let's talk about what the Lyft Clinic is all about, first of all, Chris.
7: Very good. So we established the Lyft Clinic to basically help folks with non-surgical options Mm -hmm. for uh, troubles that they deal with, like migraines or TMJ pain, uh, obstructive sleep apnea, those sorts of things. Anything from the head and the neck up can okay. really be
4: addressed. So it's alignment of the head, the neck, and the shoulders? Is that right? Have yes. I got that about that right, yeah, so
7: if Yeah, so if you start right where the head sits on the neck, that's mm-hmm, called the mm-hmm. craniocervical junction, mm-hmm, or upper neck, mm-hmm. that area, if you get that area right and get it properly aligned, the shoulders, the low back, the pelvis, everything else falls into line underneath that what throws it out of sync oh my goodness <laughs> well we want to say life but that's a little mm-hmm. too ambiguous but mm-hmm. in life it's the trauma it's the car accidents the sports injuries
4: the posture could it be posture we just don't have correct posture
7: Chris? no no posture it's rare that posture actually throws it out it's the it's what comes posture negative posture or adverse posture comes mm-hmm. when the head is not sitting on the neck properly because when you put the head and the neck back on the ne- uh, when you put the head back on the neck properly, posture follows. Posture comes into mm-hmm. into harmony and balance.
6: So, Chris, does this take surgery, or how do you do this?
7: Yeah, so this is a non-surgical procedure. It's called the tap procedure, mm-hmm. transdermal atlas mm-hmm. positioning, and it's we use oh, we use some 3D imaging, cone beam CT scans, 2D digital imaging. We get an idea of how the head sits on the neck, and then the procedure itself is. Painless, no adverse events associated with it or no risks. But essentially we use a little wave technology that restores the alignment of the head on the neck and opens up all the, the corridors for the blood va- the blood vessels, mm-hmm. the cerebrospinal fluid flow and everything.
6: Is like this that. a relatively new process, Chris, or has it been
7: around for a while? The, the process is – the innovations that we've done to the, the process are new. The process itself has been around probably for the last – Four or five decades, but the technology, how we do it, the instrumentation we do it—we used to it used to be done by hand. Now we have an instrument that does it, and so it's an image-guided procedure today. So we've we've really taken all of the all of the technology that's um, so available to mm-hmm. us now. And we've tooled that up, and we can now do this procedure with an image-guided image component to it.
4: Chris will be with us all day today on Center Stage, and it's just fascinating to me. If you want to learn more about the Lyft Clinic, why not give them a call right now at 801-877-1199. That's 801-877-1199 to schedule a free complimentary assessment, including the images, and visit their... Find
8: updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
4: All right, welcome back to the Rod Show on this uh, Monday afternoon here on Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listening, you know, just another reminder, coming up in the 6 o'clock hour, our annual Election Eve event. We call Rod's Minute to win it. Any political candidate out there, free to call into the station. We'll give you exactly one minute to make a final pitch to voters. That comes up tonight in the uh, 6 o'clock hour here on the Rod Show. All right. A lot of questions out there tomorrow. How big is a red wave going to be? Is it going to be a red Depends on who you talk to, right? Well, let's bring in our next guest, Matt McCoyack. Matt is a political strategist based in Austin, Texas. Always great to have Matt on the show. Matt, how are you? Welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show.
3: Hey, Rod, I'm doing
9: great. Always great to be with you.
4: Matt, let me ask you, um, of everything that's out there now, what do, you, what do you see as maybe the most pressing questions that you hope the midterm elections will answer tomorrow?
3: Uh, well, I mean, at its most basic level, it's obviously who controls Congress, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. the House is important. That's where the purse strings begin. The Senate obviously matters in terms of judicial nominations, uh, and in terms of cabinet nominations, um, and controlling the Senate floor, right? So you've got uh, that, that basic question. I think the other question is going to be just more broadly, um, what message are the voters trying to send to the Biden White House? Um, you know, it's clear the voters aren't happy. Biden's numbers are in the toilet. They've been in the mid to high 30s, you know, really most of his presidency, almost as low as anyone, in some cases lower than Trump at different times. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, fundamentally, I think the biggest takeaway is going to be the Democrats did not focus on the issues that the electorate is most energized about, right? They haven't really made much of a case in the economy and inflation. They've made no case at all on crime. In fact, they're pretending crime doesn't exist. Uh, And on the border, I mean, not only do they not, Admit there's a problem. They're not doing anything at all to help, and in fact, they're standing by while will killed 100,000 Americans this year. So, you know, in the end, the Democrats have tried to make other issues, voting issues, for the electorate: abortion, gun control, quote unquote saving democracy, whatever that means. January 6th. In the end, these issues are not why why people are voting. They're just not, particularly not the persuadable voters in the middle that determine midterm elections. So, you know, the Democrats are going to blame communications. They're going to blame you know, social media—they're gonna—you know—blame all kinds of other things that aren't really the issue. The issue is Biden's record is pretty bad in the first term. People are hurting. The Democrats ignored the concerns voters have, and to the, the, the bigger point is Republicans have focused like a laser on these issues, and that is why they are making up ground. It's why we're competing uh, in you know the Washington State U.S. Senate race, yeah. and why we're competing in Oregon Governor. And all we are on offense in places that no one thought we'd be on offense a year ago.
4: Matt, why did they make the decision on their messaging Messaging to avoid the key issues and talk about, you know, abortion, democracy is being threatened? Why did they go in that direction?
3: It's a great question. I don't know that I have a good answer. You know, I think in the end, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. I mean, they watch MSNBC all day and, and never receive any other real information and don't understand what normal people are going through. So I think part of it is they have a closed feedback loop, And they've they've really just kind of made their entire party, you know, its reason for existing, to oppose Trump. And this election is not about Trump. Trump's not on the ballot. Um, You know, they've tried to make it about Trump. The electorate doesn't think it's about that. The electorate thinks about the direction of the country, about the economy, about inflation, about crime, and about our border. And Democrats are on defense on all of those issues. So they made a tragic strategic uh, Mm error in ignoring the major issues facing the electorate in trying to change. What the electorate considers important, and that, that will be one of the major lessons coming out of
4: this. With so many close Senate races, Matt, and maybe they aren't as close as we think, but that's what the polls are indicating. Will we know by tomorrow night who controls the Senate?
3: Great question. Um, there's a there's a pretty decent chance Georgia will go to a runoff on the, I think it's December 5th.
10: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, you do have a third party. You know, Pennsylvania has been slow in the past. So they could be slow again. They were really slow in the primary, if you remember David McCormick and and Dr. Oz. I forget that lasted three or four weeks, if I remember correctly, maybe six weeks even. So um, do I think we will? Look, I I think we're going to be at 52 Republican senators, let's all said. If that's true, then I think it'll look good tomorrow night, uh, and we have a pretty good sense. In the House, I think we're going to pick up 25 to 30 seats, which would be a solid majority for Kevin McCarthy, the likely incoming speaker. And then we'll see how these governor's races go. I think you're going to have a star born in Arizona with Kerry Lake. Uh, we'll see what happens in Oregon. Uh, we'll, you know, Georgia, we're going to have a big one over Stacey Abrams. Texas, we're going to have a big one for Greg Abbott. So um, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, and, of course, now the, the, the other issue here, Rod, is this now gives Republicans real power. Uh, you know, it's not enough to just be against what Biden proposes and say no and vote no. Now we have to propose things. We have to do things. We have a debt ceiling. It has to be extended in January. We have funding for Ukraine that has to be considered. We have government funding, which has to be considered. I'm sure there's other you know, significant legislation that's expiring. Obviously, they want to do something about the border. Mm-hmm. They want to get rid of the IRS agents. You know, they want to go after the COVID stuff and understand what happened, make sure it never happens again. There's a lot that they want to do. They have a big agenda, but now they have power, and with power comes responsibility.
4: How big of a vote are they going to get out of the uh, black and Latino voters, do you think, Matt? Latino is going to be massive. This is going
3: to be one of the major stories coming out of this. I think the Santas is going to get to 55% over Chris. I think that'll be fueled by South Florida. Uh, I, believe, I believe he'll win Miami-Dade and some of those key Broward counties, some of those key counties down there. Uh, that'll be uh, less the sort of Central American, South American, Hispanic community, and more uh, Puerto Rico, to some extent mm-hmm. Venezuela, mm-hmm. You know, those kind of voters. Uh, in Texas, you're going to see at least one of the Democratic seats held in South Texas on the border. Go Republican, Monica de la Cruz, is going to be a huge star. And then Cassie Garcia and, uh, and Myra Flores, who won that special election, both have a very good chance. Those races are going to be very, very close. So I think the Hispanic vote rising uh, in South Texas and South Florida is going to be a major storyline coming out of tomorrow night.
4: You said 52 in the Senate. What's your take on what do you see? How many in the House going to the Republican Party?
3: Yeah, I think it'll be between, my guess is 25 to 30 in that range. It, it look, and I, that, that, to me is a, that to me is a wave. If it's 10 to 15, that's a ripple. Uh, if it's over 30 seats, that's a tsunami. And we're going to know pretty early, I think. There's yeah, three yeah. Uh, Virginia seats that are very, very close, all held by Democratic incumbents. If we win one or two of those, it's going to be a big night.
4: All right, Matt, as always, great chatting with you. Thank you, and uh, good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Matt Makowiak. Matt is, of course, a political strategist based in Austin, Texas. More coming up on the Rudd Arquette Show. We'll take a look at local races next, right here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know. Well, over the past couple of weekends, we've had a taste of winter. We may be getting more tonight, right? Well, winter weather being here now, Burt Brothers knows that if you have the right kind of tires on your vehicle, it makes all the difference in the world. And now through Wednesday, November 9th, Only at, or I'm sure that'd be Thursday, November 9th, only at Burt Brothers. You can get a grip on winter with up to $70 back on mail or on a Visa prepaid card when you purchase four Bridgestone Blizzak tires or four Firestone Winterforce tires. Plus, guess what? You get an additional $30 reward when you use your Burt Brothers credit card shopbirdbrothers.com Schedule appointments at birdbrothers.com or why not visit any of their 15 convenient locations Burt Brothers complete auto care and winter tires done better Again check them out they you can go online at birdbrothers.com or visit their 15 locations to take care of your vehicle needs and they-
9: gram on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts
10: hey, give me back my
3: Rod Arquette Show on Talk Radio 1059 KNRS.
4: All right, welcome back to the Monday afternoon edition of the Rod Arquette Show here on Utah's Talk Radio 1059 KNRS. We're an iHeart radio station. Don't forget our live coverage of tomorrow's vote. It all gets underway at 5 o'clock tomorrow. We'll switch to our uh, national coverage from uh, iHeart Political from 5 to 8 tomorrow. And then we'll be back with our live local coverage starting at 8 o'clock. We'll be broadcasting live from the uh, Republican Party election night party at the brand new Hyatt in downtown Salt Lake City. And we'll be there tomorrow 8 to 11. We invite you to join us. We'll be covering the elections. Abby will be there to give you all the numbers. Chris Herrod will be joining me tomorrow night. And we'll analyze and talk to a lot of people at that party tomorrow night. So we'll see what goes on with that tomorrow night. All right. Here in the state of Utah, very, very interesting election season. Of course, you've got the Mike Lee-Evan McMullin campaign, which has brought in a lot of money. The local election and what may be happening tomorrow. Joining us on our newsmaker line right now is my good friend Jason Perry. Jason, director of the Hinckley Institute of Politics up at the University of Utah. uh, Jace, how are you? Welcome to the Rod Arquette Show. Uh, Always good to be with you, Rod. Jace, have you ever seen a midterm election like this one here in the state of utah where so much money is being tossed around jason
0: hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Uh,
11: Absolutely not. This is a record breaker by far. And it's not just a record breaker for the amount of money that Evan McMullen and Mike Lee have been able to put together, but it's a record number of, a record amount of outside money that's flowing into this too. This could be like a 30 plus million dollar race.
4: Wow. Jason, I've heard this called the strangest Senate race out there, the oddest Senate race out there. What has made this so unique?
11: Well, so you're right. It is all those things. And it is completely unique. And I'm going to add another word to it. It is a unique experiment uh-huh. right now uh, because it's going to say so much about this. We have, this is not a, a race that we've had in the past where you have a Republican and a Democrat just going at it. Uh, this is a, a grand experiment from Evan McBolin to see, what a third-party candidate can do, who, they, who he can get to support them, who he can get to turn to turn up, and if Evan McMullen pulls it off or if he comes close, that's going to tell us a lot about this experiment. And we'll have a lot of analyzing to do after.
4: If he comes close, uh, or wins, but if he comes close, uh, will there still be a lot of attention brought to the idea of being an independent candidate?
11: Yeah, So there will be. I think just the very nature of it is... is is. Is just proves that point, and it's not just in Utah, but we're seeing this a little bit around the country as well. Uh, if Evan McMullen comes close, and you know Senator Mike Lee is clearly still in the driver's seat going into election night, but if, if Evan McMullen comes close, it will be the closest race we have seen. In, in the state of, state of Utah for the Senate since uh, since Frank Moss, 40, 40 years wow. uh, in, U, in Utah. And, and that's what's so interesting about this experiment is the traditional Democrat candidate has not come this close for a couple of decades. And that's why this is so interesting to see how Evan McMullen does in the end.
4: What are you hearing about turnout so far?
11: Well, uh, the Lieutenant Governor put out a statement that this this morning that we 're about thirty one percent voter turnout so we're we, we have some work to do we don't know how many ballots are exactly still being counted right now, but the thirty one percent needs to be increased substantially. People need to get those ballots in the mailbox if they're going to mail them uh, to postmark by tonight or in, they can turn them in, in in a voting box tomorrow but they're Clearly, a lot of ballots still out there.
4: I I have a hard time believing, Jason, that we've got a lot of undecided voters here. If they're going to vote, what on earth are they waiting for?
11: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I wonder about that, too. I mean, we've done some polling. It's interesting. uh, On these two candidates, you know, the Democrats were clearly with with Evan McMullen. The conservatives were were clearly with Mike Lee. But there was a percentage, in our our own polling, about 12% of Utahns were undecided. And it's not because... They don't know who these candidates are. It's, it's, it's the biggest group in that is the moderate Republicans who are trying to make a decision right now to go with the standard bearer for their party or to uh, do a vote for uh, an independent. It's a, it's a, some reconciling that those moderate, movable middle voters have to go
4: through. We're talking with Jason Perry from the uh, Hinckley Institute of Politics up at the University of Utah. Uh, Jason, what about the, uh, I was talking, I remember during the state convention earlier this year with B- Brad Wilson, who is a uh, speaker of the Utah House, and he we were talking about the upcoming election. And he said, Rod, there could be a possibility if everything goes our way, we could have an even more conservative Utah House this year than we've had in the past because of the conservative candidates running. What do you see, t- see taking place on the legislative side of things, Jason?
11: Well so so that that is true several of the candidates uh, on on the Republican side are skewing more conservative than we have seen uh in the past couple of election cycles it, it's uh, these are the kind of candidates that were a very popular invention they made it through their primary and and i think that it, you know based on what we're seeing in these local races it's entirely possible that our our legis- our legislative Um, representatives might be more conservative than we've seen. And, And that is going to have an impact on legislation almost immediately since we start in January.
4: I was asking today, I haven't voted as of yet, Jason, so I'm dragging my feet. You can yell at me if you want, Jason. Get going. Rod, it's time. <laughs> but I'd I like to vote in person. And you know, I had a hard time today finding out where I can vote in person anymore because so much of it is done with mail in balloting, balloting anymore. I doubt the day will go away of in person voting, but it may not be as prominent as mail in voting anymore. Would you agree or disagree?
11: So it sure seems like that's the case. I'll, I'll tell you, we, we have polled Utahns on how they feel about mail-in balloting, and there are a lot of people who do want to be there and do it in the traditional way that you and I love so much. And people love to get the sticker also <laughs> I said, said, I voted today. I think you know we, we've been trying to remedy that at the Hinckley Institute by giving an I voted sticker to people who say they mailed in their ballot. But I think the days of us, um, at least in Utah, of, of seeing a bulk of our population standing in line to vote is, is over. I, this you know, mail-in balloting seems not only to have taken over, but it seems to be the way people prefer it.
4: Yeah, I just feel so much more patriotic when I vote in person. I don't know about you, Jace, but I'm one of those weird guys. All right, Jace, we've talked a lot about statewide. You want to, would you like to make a prediction as to what's going to happen nationally in both the House and Senate races? Oh boy! So you want numbers? Is that what uh, if you want to give about? me numbers, or do, yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, let well, me ask you this: Are we going to see a red ripple, a red wave, or a red tsunami?
11: Uh, I, I'm going to say it's going to be a red wave, is what I'm seeing. Um, you know, I think in, in maybe I'll, I'll break it out by two: red wave, probably in the House, maybe the red rip, ripple in the Senate. So I, I still think it uh, going into the the closing hours here, it looks like the Republicans by one or two seats may take the majority in, in the Senate. Uh, that's uh, assuming all the polling and the people who said they would vote would, but that's kind of my prediction right there.
4: All right. Jace, is always great chatting with you. I know you'll be watching the numbers as we will tomorrow night. Thanks, Jace.
11: Thank you, as always.
4: K. Okay, bye. All right, Jason Perry, director of the Hinckley Institute of Politics up at the University of Utah, of course, talking about the election tomorrow. All right, uh, I want to welcome back uh, Chris Chapman to the uh, Radar Catch Show and taking center stage today. Chris, of course, is from the Lyft Clinic. We'll find out more about what the Lyft Clinic does. But when you're, you're you're talking about
6: alignment between, what, I guess, the the head and the shoulders and the neck, why
7: is that so important, Chris? I'm glad you asked that, because alignment in it, in and of itself is not the crucial matter. Mm-hmm. The crucial matter is the structures that that actually um, function in the middle of that misalignment. Okay. So, all of this, all of the functioning of sleep, breathing, swallowing, digestion, heart regulation—those are all taking place right where the head sits on the neck. So, we're really concerned about how the head and the neck are actually aligned up because of those key. Functionality, which can totally change the quality of your
4: life. How do you know if you're out of alignment? I sound like I'm describing a vehicle, no. but how do you know if
7: you're out of alignment, <laughs> like you, Chris? You, that's a good question. <laughs> There's some probably great metaphors we could use, but you've got to check, you've got to measure it. So mm-hmm. what we do at the Lyft Clinic, we do, uh, and these are complementary as well, so we do a complementary 3D scan, a cone beam CT of the head and the neck, so we get to look at that area and determine if it's outside of those normal parameters mm-hmm. and associate those with patient's symptomatology
6: is surgery involved or medication involved
7: no it's oftentimes our patients are trying to avoid okay medication mm-hmm. or avoid surgery. surgery and still get get really dependable results and so those are the those are the the outcomes we get but the, we don't use a surgical intervention or a pharmacological okay. intervention.
6: Does it take one or two
7: appointments or a series of appointments? How does it work, Chris? So on the first, on the first visit, which is complimentary, we actually make the assessment and determine whether or not we can help you. Mm-hmm. So there's no skin in the game for the patient. Mm-hmm. And it gives a chance for, for me to sit down with the patient and actually explore their symptoms, look at their images objectively, and determine if there's a good fit. Once we determine that, there's a follow-up procedure where we we schedule the actual procedure for repositioning. The neck. Okay,
4: the 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 first visit though we want to stress is complimentary. It is complimentary, so you can get an idea as to what you're looking at.
7: Yes, it is complimentary, and it's a it's a heck of a service, and it's it's a doctor patient happiness sort of thing because you know we don't. The worst thing you can do as a as a doctor is stack your practice with patients you can't help. Yeah, and the worst thing you can do as a patient is. Fork out cash and money on procedures, elective procedures, that are not going to fix you.
4: All right. If you want to find out more about the Lyft Clinic, and like Chris was just explaining, the first visit is complimentary. They can assess the challenges you face. So why not give them a call right now? It's called the Lyft Clinic, 801-877-1199. That's 801-877-1190. And help you turn your next to-do item into another job well done. To learn more, visit us at
12: wattsmart.com.
4: All right, welcome back to the Rod Arquette A reminder, a little bit more than an hour from now, it is our Rod's Minute to Win It. So if you're a uh, candidate running for political office, we do this on the eve of every major election in this country. We call it Rod's Minute to Win It. And what we do is give whoever candidate calls in, write this number down so you've got it. 888-570-8010. 888-570-8010 888-570-8010 or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and simply say, Hey, Rod, E-Ray will run a, uh, a stopwatch on you. it will give you exactly one minute to make a final pitch to voters, and we'll take all candidates. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get the buzzer if you go longer than one minute. So we, we open it up to all the candidates, school board, whatever. Even if you're in support or against a proposition that may be on the ballot or a bond, we'll give you a chance to call in and state while you're voting for that, give you one minute to do so. It's called Rod's Minute to Win It, and it comes up. Get your little dialing fingers ready. All right, a um, couple of things on the election I want to share with you. The top House Republican, uh, who could be the next Speaker of the House, depending on what happens with the vote for the U.S. House tomorrow, has declared that ending the immigration crisis would be the first issue if the party wins back Congress tomorrow. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, uh, on Sunday, stumped for three Republican Latinos uh, down on the South, and he said in an interview with CNN that the border is the most significant and pressing issue facing the U.S. today. He said, quote this, the first thing you'll see is a bill to control the border first. Martha McCarthy told CNN, he said, you've got to get the uh, control over the border. You've had almost two million people in just this year, alone, coming across the uh, the border. He visited the border cities of McAllen over the weekend. He endorsed the candidates, Myra Flores, Monica de la Cruz, and Cassie Garcia, for their uh, contentious races against two incumbent Democrats and one newcomer. So he said one of the first issues that we'll deal with, there's a lot for them to deal with, but he pointed out that he feels one of the first issues that the House will deal with is the immigration crisis. And by the way, America's billionaires have spent a record $880 million on the U.S. midterm elections so far, with most of their spending favoring Republicans. That's according to a new report. Billionaire spending is up 44% over the 2018 midterms and is expected to approach $1 billion by the end of this week a lot of the money coming from midterm spending george soros at least on the democratic side all right when we come back we'll talk to another political strategist get her take on what could be happening during the vote tomorrow and don't forget rod's minute to win it coming your way in the clock o'clock. clock state state when that's when enter it now All right, welcome back. Hour number two of the Radar Ketchow here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know how many of you are asking yourself as you work your way home tonight, or maybe you're on your way into work during that swing shift, um, what will happen tomorrow? Let me just share an interesting number that I found uh, today in doing a little research on this. Back in 2010, 2010, It was Barack Obama's first midterm election after he was elected to be President of the United States in uh, 2008. That midterm election, Barack Obama lost 63 seats in the U.S. House and the U.S. Senate. Go back a little bit further. 1994, this was Bill Clinton's first midterm election that he had to deal with. After being elected and beating George H.W. Bush in 1992, Bill Clinton lost 54 seats. And in 2018, after his after he became president of the United States, Donald Trump lost 40 seats. Each one of these presidents had a higher approval rating than did one Joe Biden. So what is going to happen tomorrow? That's the question that a lot of people are asking. And joining us now on our Newsmaker Line to talk more about it is Liz Mayer, president of Mayer Strategies, a Republican strategist. Liz, always great to have you back on the show. We've been talking to a lot of people today about what may happen tomorrow. Let's get your take on it. Liz, what do you think will happen tomorrow?
13: I think we're going to have a very big red wave. I think that Democrats and progressives, are going to be very unhappy with the results that they're going to see, maybe apart from in a couple of token places. And um, I think they're going to be pretty shell-shocked for a while, to be, to be perfectly honest with you.
4: What are, the, uh, what are some of the most pressing questions you may have right now about the midterm elections tomorrow?
13: With the
2: Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
13: Ooh, well, I don't know. I mean, for me, there are a couple of races that I'm watching that I think are very hard to predict exactly what is going to happen and by which margins. Um, I think the big question that a lot of people have is what's going to happen in that Georgia race, because in order for anybody to actually win at this stage, you have to have one of the candidates 30% plus one mm-hmm. vote. hmm I'm not sure either of them can do it. So we might be looking at a redux of what we had at the beginning of 2021. Um, You know, but we also uh, could be in a position where, I don't know, hypothetically, either one of those candidates could get 50% on the day. So that's probably the thing that's the biggest question mark for me. And then... You know, I think uh, I'm always interested in what's likely to happen in Arizona, um, but they take forever to count votes. I mean, you look at the geography of the state, you look at the fact that you have these massive uh, Native American reservations, you look at the influx of population, and... The fact that it is just such a closely divided, you know, one of my big questions is, like, how many days is it going to take to count the votes in Arizona, frankly?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Liz, I imagine you've heard this, but it's been making rounds today about the comment made by a Democratic strategist on CNN yesterday talking about, she says, hey, the Democrats have been wrong on messaging, and we are going to get our clocks clean tomorrow. Um, Have they been that wrong on the messaging?
13: Well, I think they've been wrong in terms of the actual governance. I think the results have been bad, right? Uh, At the end of the day, you can't message away bad results. Um, There's a certain amount that you can do with your messaging to alleviate from that. But I think if you look at what uh, Democratic strategists like James Carville or – I hope I'm pronouncing this right and I might not be – Rui Teixeira, if you look at the the criticisms they've been making of the party recently – Those go to issues that are far more substantive and not just to do with messaging. Um, And I think, you know, those are both people who have a sense of how, you know, Clinton was able to win in 1992 and then get reelected in 1996, something that Democrats might want to study. And then in Teixeira's case, you know, somebody who has a lot of experience in figuring out how to you know, get and keep Hispanic voters within the Democratic fold, which is something that it really looks like the party is struggling with a lot at the moment.
4: How do Democrats respond? Um, you know, they, uh, Biden over the weekend said, no more drilling, we're going to st- uh, shut down all pow- coal-powered plants around the country. How, 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 do, how do they make that sit with the American people? are going, wait a minute, we're not in favor of anything like that.
13: Well, I think in practice on the energy side of things, I mean, actually, there's been a massive shift away from coal, and that's been mostly to do with market factors. Some of it is lingering Obama-era regulation, but a lot of it is just because natural gas has become so much more prevalent and cheaper, and it's actually relatively easy to convert coal-fired power plants over to natural gas, right? So in some respects, I feel like you know, he's he sort of making a comment that's like the kind of comment that Obama made during the 2008 campaign. I mean, at the RNC, like the guy sitting outside my door is specifically the guy who found this, like, little notice interview that Obama did with, I think, the San Francisco Chronicle, where he basically said, you can use coal fire uh, power to generate electricity, but we're going to bankrupt you. And we made a huge thing of it. In 2008, that was a huge thing to be made of. But I think now, if you're looking at sort of the energy makeup and the energy matrix in America, what I took away from that comment was less, oh my gosh, he's so out of touch when it comes to our electricity generation and power costs. What I took away was, wow, Joe Biden hasn't noticed major changes in our energy matrix that have occurred since 2008. This guy's how many years behind the time at this point? which I think really is the issue that a lot of voters have with him. Like, nice enough guy, many people were willing to give him a shot, but he's just too old, too past it, not on it, doesn't know what's going on. And it's being dictated, to by a lot of highly, highly progressive activist staffers within his administration. And it's not yielding results.
4: Liz, what about? Yeah, Liz. Let's talk about on the Republican side of things. Will do you see any Republicans tomorrow paying the price for the Dobbs decision on abortion?
10: Um,
13: I can see in certain states where that might be an issue um i've seen some data to suggest that in oklahoma it could be an issue
10: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
13: oklahoma of course has a very very stringent abortion ban basically the second that you have a fertilized you're done unless life of the mother is at risk right and i know that the governor there has said that he would sign a bill with some more exceptions in it if that were sent to him by the legislature but i don't know that it's clear that the legislature would send him such a bill um And if you look at his race, you know, he is running against a former Republican who changed her party registration to be able to run against him. And that is a shockingly close race. She could win it. Um, And if she does, I suspect a lot of the reason she will will be because Oklahoma, despite being a very red state, it does have a lot of moderate Republican women. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be very fiscally conservative, and they're going to be very law and order, but they might want, you know, first trimester to be able to have people have abortions, right? Um, And so I think Oklahoma is one place where the Dobbs decision might end up having an adverse effect for at least that Republican. Um, Michigan is another one where I think it could... Again, my understanding is that they have a pretty old law in the books. I can't remember how old it is, but I want to say it's one of those. It's like an early 1900s law that's pretty strict, and they just sort of ignored it and appeal it because they weren't going to enforce it, and everybody just relied on Roe. Ha, ha not a great decision, it turned out. Um, And I think in that situation, um, it looks to me as though the Republican gubernatorial candidate hasn't been performing nearly as well as what a lot of people would have expected, given the demographics of that state. And I think, again, that's because you do have a lot of hardcore Republicans in Michigan, but they are hardcore Republicans who happen to be pro-choice. Final, and so yeah. that might affect their governor's race.
4: Yeah. Final question for you, Liv. Give us your take. Maybe numbers if you want. It may be a long one for the Senate. But on the House side, how big of a wave will it be? And will the Republicans get the, get the Senate?
13: Um, so I'll start with the Senate. The Senate, I think, is still going to be really closely divided. Um, I think I would, if I had to guess, I would say that Republicans like Mitch McConnell does end up being majority leader again, but only with one vote to spare. So it's going to be real tight, and that's not going to give anybody any margin for doing anything, really. Um, On the House side, it's tough for me to sort of think about the raw numbers, but what I would say is if you take a look at the Cook Political Report, everything that they have is a toss-up, and everything that they have in – probably that sort of next lean Democratic category, I think there's a really good chance that all of those end up in in the Republican category at the end of the day. I just think this is going to be really brutal for Democrats. Um, I think that the Biden administration clearly hasn't taken inflation seriously. Um, It's both as a matter of uh, their rhetorical dealing with it and substantively, they haven't taken it seriously. And I think they've ignored uh, certain key factors like gas prices and what those look like in certain key places across the country. Like, you know, I've had occasion because of some work that we've been doing at the firm to closely track and monitor what's been going on with gas prices in California, Arizona, Nevada, and New Hampshire. But when you look at those, if you go on the gasbuddy.com and you pull up the charts and you actually go state by state,
8: you know Nevada.
13: I don't see how the Democratic senator prevails there because for quite a while now gas has been running between like five fifty and six dollars a gallon. And you guys know you're right next door. It's a big state. Unless you're somebody who happens to have a two mile commute because you live in Las Vegas or Reno. I mean, five fifty a gallon gas is a very hefty price to pay in a state like that. So, you know, I don't think it's surprising when you look at the Nevada races, they might end up with an entirely Republican, um, you know, House delegation after tomorrow.
4: Going to be interesting to see. Liz Mayer, always great to have Liz on the show. She is the president of Mayor Strategies, a Republican strategist, talking about what may happen tomorrow. Now, uh, we'll talk more about the election when we come back, but I want to introduce you again to uh, Chris Chapman. Chris is with the Lyft Clinic, and if you're wondering what the Lyft Clinic is all about, well, that's why he's taking center stage with us today to explain it. There was a term I saw in the information you sent me uh, talking about the craniocervical junction. I hope I got that correct, Chris. You, you said it perfectly. What, what exactly is that, and how does the Lyft Clinic help people who
7: face those challenges? Super. So the craniocervical junction is medical speak for where the head sits on the neck. Mm-hmm. So if your head's not on straight, there's a problem with your Cranio-cervical junction. Okay. <laughs> okay. That word will never make its way into <laughs> common nomenclature. Our but, lexicon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But is the head on straight will? So yeah. that's that's the area that we really focus on is right where the head sits on the neck because it's the fuse box for the all of the functionality of the body. Mm-hmm. It regulates the heart. It regulates sleep. It regulates breathing. And so some of the basic root drive stuff right where the head sits on the neck. So if our posture is off, it's a sign... The posture being bad, and you, you spoke mm-hmm. to this earlier, yeah, yeah if the posture's off, that's a sign that the head's not sitting on the neck correctly. High shoulder, forward head posture, mm-hmm. and those things are mm-hmm. little tells. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you look in the mirror, you look at your spouse or your kids, and they're like, and the head's not sitting on straight, and the shoulders are crooked, and are always slumping down, they may have an issue with that little craniocervical junction where mm-hmm. the head sits on the neck.
4: Well, There are a lot of people out there listening right now so there's no chance that our cat has his head on straight. So I just <laughs> want to make you aware that. Cra- In your treatment, you know, you go to a chiropractor and they twist yeah. you and they turn
7: you. Yeah, what yeah. is
4: it like at the Lift Clinic?
7: Not that. Okay. So we don't do any twisting or cracking. So we do we essentially do a 3D imaging assessment. These are cone beam CTs. Once we determine that it's misaligned, not it's not everyone's a candidate if your head's not on straight and it's misaligned you can become a candidate for this procedure but we first we have to see it objectively with imaging and then to correct it we do some we do some calculations figure out how it's not on straight and then we just simply do some math do some good little engineering and figure out how to with a very gentle wave technology which is no force. It's just a. It's just a little tiny impulse mm-hmm. that moves those structures back into their proper position, and then we get them to stay there because it's a very mobile area. We get them to stay there with a, a proprietary mm-hmm. intraoral appliance mm-hmm. that we use to keep the head, neck, and jaw in the proper posture.
6: So no surgery. No surgery.
4: No drugs. No drugs. No drugs whatsoever. And a free complimentary visit. First one, right? And
7: great outcomes.
4: Yeah, and great outcomes. All right. (laughs) If you want to find out more, again, call the Lyft Clinic right now. Find out about what they can do to get your head on straight. It may take a while for me, but for you, it may be a lot easier, folks. 801-877-1199. That's 801-877-1199. Or schedule that free complimentary visit. To keep learning
9: listen to the bible in a year with jack graham on the iHeartRadio radio app or wherever you get your podcasts
4: all right welcome back to the radar catch on this election eve 2022 great to be with you a reminder again coming up in the six o'clock hour phones will be wide open any candidate who's on the ballot tomorrow and wants to call in and make a final plea to voters as to why they should vote for them, we call it Rod's Minute to Win It. We'll give you exactly one minute to state your case and see if we can help you with your uh, campaign efforts tomorrow. That's from the. Uh, that's the entire hour, six to seven o'clock tonight.
6: All right. Um, I. I
4: I don't know how many of you were bothered by this, but it really hit me over the weekend. And I, I asked myself, why does he do things like this? I'm talking about Donald Trump. Now, I will always be grateful for the presidency of Donald Trump. And, you know, depending on what happens in 2024, if he is the nominee, I will certainly support him. But I was disturbed over the weekend. There was an airport rally in Pennsylvania, and... You know, in typical Donald Trump fashion, he decided to attack Ron DeSantis, very popular governor of Florida, who will probably win re-election against Charlie Chris tomorrow night with one of his uh, nicknames. He called him Ron DeSanctimonious, is what he called him. And, you know, I I go back to that, you know, one of um, uh, Ronald Reagan's, uh, the 11th Amendment, as he called it, thou shalt not attack another Republican. Now, over the years, Donald Trump certainly has attacked other Republicans. Jeb Bush, uh, Marco Rubio at one time, you know, and he's attacked others. And for the most part, that, that never really bothered me because, you know, I was never a big fan of Jeb Bush to begin with. Uh, Marco Rubio, I thought, made a huge mistake when he was first elected to the U.S. Senate from Florida, coming up with that deal on immigration. So, you know, that is who Donald Trump is. Ron DeSantis is different, in my opinion. Ron DeSantis, I believe, has done a great job as the uh, governor of Florida in, in many, many ways. So many issues that he stood up against and, 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 and you know made it the free state of Florida, which it is today. So that bothered me a little bit. Bothered me a lot. Now, he backed down a little bit. He had a rally in Miami a day later on which he was campaigning for Marco Rubio. And he did say you need to reelect Ron DeSantis as the governor of Florida again. But that's the only reference he made. So I want to get your reaction to this tonight because, you know, I, I know there are a lot of people out there who support Donald Trump. Donald Trump, you know, there's a rumor tonight he'd make an announcement tonight that he's running for president at a rally in Ohio for J.D. Vance. But there were other reports that wait until sometime next week. But my, I, I just wish he wouldn't have done this. You know, and it tells me, it makes me think, okay.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woo a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kinda like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, BDW void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
4: Two years from now, what are we going to do with Donald Trump? Donald Trump He's going to get back into the race. I think he's going to do it early to head off anybody who may challenge him. Uh, and I'm not sure where Ron DeSantis is. You know, I think his first effort right now is to become the governor of Florida for another four years. That's his goal. But I want to open up the phones to you tonight, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, Hey, Rod, if you were as put off this weekend by the comments that Donald Trump made around, uh, uh, on Ron, uh, about Ron DeSantis, calling him Ron Sanctimonious, you know, um, Ron DeSantis, I think, has done a pretty good job. I don't know if Ron DeSantis is going to run for uh, you know, the White House in 2024. He's got a lot of work to do in Florida before he makes that decision. But I want to see if you were put off as much by Trump, or if Trump is just being trump and we just don't play much into it. 888 570 888 570 or on your cell phone, dial pound 215 and say, Hey, Rod, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. All right. You woke up this morning. You're trying to get ready, maybe making some breakfast, frying the bacon and eggs, right? And all of a sudden, the power goes out. And you go, Oh, no, are we going to have another one of those days here in the Great Salt Lake City area? Some 22,000 people lost power for a little bit. Things would have been different if you had a Generac automatic standby generator installed at your home, and you can find them today at the Generator Super Center, the nation's number one Generac generator dealer. Now, in seconds, your powers, your power would have come back on if, in fact, you would have had a Generac generator in your home. Why not give yourself peace of mind right now by calling the Generator Super Center for a free estimate? Financing, by the way, is available with low monthly payments. Here's the number call 801 882 9222. Listen to what you want, when you want, wherever you want to. Download the free
0: iHeartRadio app for all the music, radio, and podcasts you love. One
10: man, one go.
4: Rod Arquette Show on Talk Radio 1059 KNRS. All right, welcome back to the Rod Arquette Show with you on this election eve in 2022. Great to be with you. E Ray tells me we've already had some candidates calling in to be a part of Rod's minute to win it. Not yet, not till six o'clock, and then you can call in because uh, we've got to use the phones for other callers right now and other listeners. So if you are a candidate, you want to get on the show tonight with Rod's Minute to Win It, wait until 6 o'clock, and then you can call all you want. 888-570-8010 or on your cell phone, dial pound 215 say, Hey, Rod, if you're just joining us now, I'm talking about um, Donald Trump and his comment, his attack on Ron DeSantis over the weekend. He was at a rally. Where was he? he was uh, somewhere. But he basically, um, you know, had one of his nicknames for Ron DeSantis and called him Ron DeSanctimonious. Um and, you know, he has used nicknames to attack people before, which has never bothered me. But that one just, this one just hit me raw because I think Ron DeSantis has done a, a, an amazing job in the state of Florida. Uh, that is a state, I mean, for crying out loud, they had Hurricane Ian, what, a month ago, a month and a half ago? And they're already working uh, to get that state back to where it needs to be. It's going to take a while, but he's full on in addressing that issue. And he stood up for for so many conservative principles during his time as governor. And that's why I thought, why are you doing that, Donald Trump? Donald Trump does this. It is who Donald Trump is. But you step back and you say to yourself, do we really need this right now, Donald? Let's get your reaction to it. We go to the phones, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 250, and say, hey, Rod, we begin in Harriman with Rick tonight. Rick, how are you? Welcome to the Rod Arquette Show.
16: Hi, Rod. I'm fine, thank you.
4: Good, good. What are your thoughts on what uh, the Trumpster had to say over the weekend?
16: Well, I, um, just like with you, it really kind of bothered me that he would do that, especially to a, a up-and-coming Republican that has really good ideas, people like. Um, I would like to see, personally, I know, I know Trump would like to vindicate himself, but I think he needs to put country first. Um, I'd like to see somebody from the conservative Republican uh, arena come and bring the middle together.
10: Mm-hmm,
16: mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm not sure he who he or she is, but there are plenty out there that I could totally get behind. I'd like to see the Donald uh, Trumpster um, maybe get behind and back some people, but stay out of the limelight. Um, people have a tendency to go insane when there's anything to do with um, Trump, and I think he should try to understand what his role is in the, going forward.
4: And what what would his role be? Is that supporting another candidate who is maybe has a broader appeal than Donald Trump? I, I don't see that happening, Rick. But I think that's what you're saying, right?
16: That's what I. Uh, that's just my wish list. Yeah, um, I, I'm afraid there's there's too much baggage with Trump right now. I think anything to do with him is de- real divisive. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see somebody else take the reins at the mantle of leadership. But that's just, like I said, that's yeah. that's on my wish list.
4: All right, all right, Rick, thank you very much. All 570 888 888-570-8010. 888-570-8010. on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, by the way, uh, other conservatives have gotten after Trump for this as well. Matt Walsh commentator on the uh, Daily Wire and a leading voice among some social conservatives, uh, basically said DeSantis is in an extremely effective conservative governor who has had real policy wins and real cultural wins. Trump isn't going to be able to take this one down with a dumb nickname. He better have more than just that up his sleeve. That was a comment from uh, Matt Walsh, another conservative. Rod Dreher, who writes for the American conservative, said DeSantis is far more effective and a far more effective of a leader on the right than Donald Trump was, if, that is, you expect a leader to get a lot done, rather than just talking about it and owning the libs. So I think there are some people out there who were offended by it. I, I don't want to use the term offended. That may be too strong of a word, but it bothered me. I don't know why Trump would call DeSantis Sanctimonious, but that's just the way he does things sometimes. All right, back to the phones. Let's see what you have to say. Let's go to Brad, who's in uh, Logan tonight. Brad, how are you? Welcome to the show.
17: Good, Rod. Thanks. Hey, I just wanted to say, you know, I couldn't stand Trump the first time around. He's arrogant. He's mouthy. He's rude. But I, if, if he's the candidate, I'd vote for him because he's got policy. He has good policy. You've got to put up with all the rest of the stuff if you want a good policy. If you want good policy... That or you vote for somebody else that on the other side that is not going to give you good policy. That's how I stand Trump. I wish he wouldn't run. I wish actually DeSantis would win
4: Mm
17: -hmm. the nomination. But if Trump's the guy, Trump's the guy. Okay. And he has good policy. You just got to put up the rest of the stuff.
4: All right, all right, Brad. Thank you. 888-570-8010 on your cell phone. Dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, let's go to Bryce in Orem tonight here on the Rod Ketchow. Bryce, welcome. Thanks for joining us.
11: Thanks, Rod. Hey, I think you should take Donald Trump seriously, but not literally. Okay. It doesn't matter who our nominee is. They're going to, they made the eunuch Mitt Romney look like, some biker gang stomping, cutting people's hairs off, evil bad guy.
4: Uh huh. So, so just so just take him with a grain of salt. Is that what you're saying, Bryce?
11: Yeah, he's just playing around. He loves Ron DeSantis. He could be a VB, the VP, be way better than that. You know, fill in the blank Pence. <laughs>
4: All right, Brad. All right, Bryce. Thank you. 888 570 888 570 On your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod. Don't forget, Rod's Minute to Win It coming up at 6 o'clock. Candidates, don't call yet. You wait until 6 o'clock, and then we'll get you on the show. All right. Uh, joining us again from the uh, Lyft Clinic is Chris Chapman to explain what the Lyft Clinic is all about and how it can help you feel better. I mean, there are people... They just have migraines all the time. They have sleep apnea. They just can't seem to solve their problems. How does the lift Clinic help them out, Chris?
7: Very good. Thank you for the question. It's Well, first you have to understand what's causing the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can mask the problem or you can get to the root of the problem and fix what's really driving those kind of adverse conditions and mm-hmm. symptoms. And so that's what we do with our complementary consultation. We actually do the exploratory imaging on that visit, to see if there is actual uh, a reasonable basis, measurable basis, and then hence a a potential selection a, a correction pathway mm-hmm. for the patient, we do that, and so that's how we actually help them get to the solution. Is we have to identify. The problem, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. we do that very well with our diagnostic protocols.
4: Okay, your your first visit is complimentary. Yes, and is that where yeah. you're able to assess if it is. you can help people or can't help people?
7: That's it, right there. That's the that's the beauty of it. Uh-huh. If it if it's if you don't have the problem, we fix. You don't pass go. Mm-hmm. We don't give you a treatment plan because there's nothing to there's nothing to plan.
4: Yeah. And and you were saying uh, earlier, Chris, it's not like going to a chiropractor where you'll get twist and turned, right? And there's right. no surgery or medication involved.
7: Yeah, it's it's more specific than that. And so we talked about you know the act of getting your head on straight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. By the way, Rod, right, you can still be in your right mind and not have your head <laughs> oh, okay, on straight. Thank so, you, thank yeah, you, okay.
4: Thank so <laughs> I worried about that, Chris. <laughs> no, you
7: shouldn't <laughs> anyway. So so that is so that's basically. Um, it's unlike it's unlike the the normal sort of chiropractor that we conjure up in our mind, where you get a twist and mobilized. And so, mm-hmm. forth. how um, much has technology helped
6: in addressing these issues, Chris?
4: We, how
7: has it changed things? We couldn't do it at the level we're doing it without the three D technology and the and the collaboration with our with our lab who mm-hmm. supports us in building these stabilization prosthetics. Mm-hmm. We we just simply couldn't do this ten years ago, and it's been a in, it's been a great investment venture for us, for me personally, to move into this area and really actually start delivering, delivering this quality of health care, right from the first encounter all the way to the finish line.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It sounds fantastic. And we need to stress again, Chris, that first visit is complimentary. Is that it right? It is.
7: It is. It's, it is is complimentary. All right, And if- complimentary means no charge no
4: charge (laughs) yes we like that (laughs) all right chris if you want to find out more i find this fascinating it's called the lift clinic if you want to call and find out more about it maybe set up an appointment for that free complimentary assessment give them a call right now 801-877-1199 801-877-1199 or visit to
0: 25029 that's dollar sign 99 to 25029
4: All right, welcome back to the Radar Catch Show. Let's go right back to the calls, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone dial, pound 250. We're talking about uh, Donald Trump's nickname over the weekend for Ron DeSantis, calling him Ron DeSanctimonious. To me, I don't think Trump should have done that. That wasn't necessary. It is Trump. I understand it. I understand who he is. But sometimes, I don't know. All right, let's go to the phone see what you have to say. We begin in Stockton with Charles tonight here on the Radar Catch Show. Hi, Charles. How are you?
0: Woohoo! A hand clapper, a, a high fiver. I kinda like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, DW, Void or prohibited by law, see terms and conditions, 18 plus.
14: I'm good, Rod. Hey, it was just a brushback pitch sharp elbows he he's just trying to tell him i'm coming and you need to stay out you can have 28 but i'm going to take
4: another four years so you think it was just a brush and back, i am brush back so, that's all it was
14: yeah i yes i think all it was is he's trying to tell Desantis, wait till 28 or he might even make him his um, vice president, and then he's got a straight run at 28.
4: Well, we'll see what happens. All right, Charles, let's go to Cedar Hills, see what David has to say tonight here on the Rod Arquetto. Hi, David.
14: Hello.
16: Hello, Rod. We need to
10: be
14: fully awakened to what we're up against. Trump is there. He knows what he's up against. We we should be behind him a 1,000%. And if DeSantis, we saw how... Trump was chewed up by the powers that be, if DeSantis is there, Trump is somewhat self-reliant. They'll chew DeSantis up and spit him out (laughs) without question.
4: All right, so he's he's just giving, is he giving DeSantis a taste of things to come, do you think, David? I think he's using
14: whatever works at, Whatever he's done before, he'll go toe-to-toe with them. He'll come out on top. He always does. He always will, even with what he's up against. My goodness. Any other president would have been out long ago. Yeah.
4: All right. All right, David. Thank you. Let's go to Alexa, who's in Draper tonight on the Rod Catch, Show. Hi, Alexa.
18: Hi. Um, my husband and I really enjoy your show.
4: Thank you.
10: Um,
18: you know, I don't care for... I don't care for the nicknames either, but let's look at what he actually does. And I think that's more important than his personality traits. Um, We were energy independent. Um, Iran would have been intact. I do not believe that Ukraine would be destroyed like it is if President Trump were still in the White House. Everything would have been just much better than it is now under this current administration. President Trump is tough, and we need him to protect the United States, keep us safe, you know, the military keep the military going and keep the United okay. States safe.
4: All right, Alexa, thank you. Let's go to Ogden and see what Kathy has to say on this. Weigh in on Kathy, weigh in on this, Kathy. What do you think?
18: Oh, thank you, Rod. Um, I've been listening to your show now uh for months and years actually, but in the last few months I've heard quite a few people say that they want to avoid controversy and they like Trump, but they wouldn't uh, want him for president again because of the controversy. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to let these people know, um, how do they think the controversy is going to be any different with someone else? The Democrats are going to tear apart anybody that we put in there, and I think Trump has proved himself able to handle that. And he might have a little rough edges here and there, but We need someone who can fight, and I think he's the man to do it.
4: All right. All right, Kathy. Appreciate your opinion and all of you who called tonight. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I I do want to say that Trump backed down a little bit. I, I wouldn't call it a back down. But uh, in a follow-up rally, I think it was in Miami last night, he uh, talked about Ron DeSantis very briefly, and he said Ron DeSantis needs to be elected governor of uh, Florida, to keep, keep this great state going. So I don't know if people, you know, if he heard other people saying, Donald, you didn't need to do that, but uh, he did change the tone a little bit during that last night. All right, um, appreciate your phone calls. All right, coming up, the 6 o'clock hour, this is what we call Rod's Minute to Win It. We open up the lines for the entire hour. And whoever is running for whatever political office, if you're on the ballot tomorrow night, we're going to give you a chance to make it a- from Generator Supercenter, the nation's number one generic generator dealer. Generator Supercenter of Salt Lake City.com. All right, welcome back. Our number three of the Radar Ketchow right here on Utah's Talk Radio, 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know, don't forget our coverage of election, I guess we'll call it Decision 2022, right? Election night results that begins tomorrow night at 5 o'clock here on the Radar Ketchow. We will continue with our national coverage up until 8 o'clock. And then we'll be broadcasting live from the Republican Party's uh, big election night party in downtown Salt Lake City. Chris Herrod will be joining us. Abby will be keeping you up to date on all the numbers. And we'll talk to all the winners and losers tomorrow night. But tonight, we do this every election eve. We call it Rod's Minute to win it. Now... Here's how we play the game. It's very simple to understand. We invite any candidate who's running for office, is on the ballot tomorrow, to give us a call at 888-570-8010, or you can dial pound 215 and say, Hey, Rod, and word has gone out that this is taking place tonight. You can hear the little ticker in the background, the stopwatch that we play, and we will give you exactly one minute to make a final pitch to voters as to why they should vote for you. Now, we ask you to, very simple, identify who you are and what race you're in, so people who know you. So uh, let's begin with Rod's Minute to win it. 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, Hey, Rod, and we begin tonight with Jill Coford, who's running for the Utah House. Jill, welcome to Rod's Minute to win it.
8: Hey, Rod, thanks for having me
4: on. You all set to go? Here's your one minute.
8: I'm ready. Okay. I'm running because I believe the voice of the voters in District 10 needs to be heard and amplified. I believe your voice matters, and this election matters. Utah families are being crushed by inflation at the gas pump and the grocery store, and it's time for real meaningful tax cuts and reduced spending. Our neighborhood deserves a seat at the table where the decisions are being made in Utah, and that happens with a Republican in this seat. I'm Jill Coford. I want to be your voice on Capitol Hill. You can vote tomorrow in person at the Weber Center and the Weber County Fairgrounds or in the Ogden Valley. Thanks so much, Rod.
4: All right, Jill. Thank you very much. You did it in under one minute. I kind of like that. She was, was she close to you, Ray? She was kind of No, she wasn't close. Had plenty of time. All right. We give you a full minute, folks. All right. Back to the phones on Rod's Minute to Win It. Let's talk with Judy weeks Judy, how are you? Welcome to Rod's Minute to Win It. Thanks for joining us, Judy.
18: Hi, Rod. Thank you for having me.
4: Okay, y'all set to go, Judy. Here we go. Go.
18: I'm ready. With inflation, everything is costing more, especially groceries, eggs, bread, and milk, and our property taxes keep going up. I'm Republican Judy Weeks Roner, and I'm running to keep my seat in West Valley, where my number one priority is saving you money. By getting the uh, state sales tax for groceries removed permanently, Help me by doing this by voting for me, Judy Weeks-Roner, for Utah House District 30.
4: Thank you. All right, Judy, thank you, and thank you for calling in to Rod's Minute to win it. Let's continue. We go to Dan Sorensen, who is a candidate for the Utah Senate. Dan, welcome to Rod's Minute to win it. You all set to go, Dan? I'm ready. All right, you've got one minute. Go.
19: I'm Dan Sorensen, running to represent my neighbors in Utah's all-important Senate District 14. I'm new to politics and I don't love the idea of running for office, but I'm not new to this community and I do love the idea of securing my neighbor's rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit. So I'm ready to push pause on the drift away from values that have made our community such an attractive place to live. Ready to stop electing local politicians who routinely abandon those values, falling in line with their counterparts in Washington, DC, whose meddlesome economic policies continue to inflate food, fuel, and housing costs, Training household budgets right here in our own neighborhoods. The kindest act any of us can offer one another is to respect and to stand up for each other's rights and economic freedoms, from womb to tomb, and to expect our government to do the same. Let's respect freedom and elect Dan Sorensen in Utah Senate District 14.
4: Thank you, Rod. All right, Dan. Thank you. Made it under a minute. Where you guys are getting this down. I really compliment you. 888-570-8010 on your cell phone. Dial pound two fifty and be a part of Rod's Minute to Win It. Let's go back to the phones. Aaron Longanchor is joining us tonight on Rod's Minute to Win It. Aaron, how are you? Welcome to the show.
8: I'm good. Thanks, Rod. How uh, are
4: you? I'm well, thank you. Are you all set to go, Aaron? I am.
8: Thanks, all right, thanks
4: so much. Go, you got one minute.
8: All right. I'm Erin Longacre, and I'm running for Canyon School District 6. I am your boots-on-the-ground candidate. I'm a substitute teacher, a homeroom mom. I'm in the PTA. I'm a crossing guard. And I believe that our tax dollars need to be spent first in the classroom and then trickle up. We're we're operating very top-heavy. Most importantly, in the elephant in the room, I need to talk about porn in our books and in our library. Um, The board needs to follow the Utah law and statutes when it comes to that, and we shouldn't need a lawsuit To follow that law, I'm here to protect the kids and love the kids and give them the education that they deserve, that transparency should be required and not something that has to be requested. This includes financial and um, curriculum transparency. Our community should be recognized as the primary source for ideas and suggestions before hiring or outsourcing to third-party organizations. It is my hope and my dream to represent District 6. I am your boots-on-the-ground candidate. Aaron Longacre, Canyon School Board. Thank you so much,
4: Rod, time's for having All right, time's up. You just barely crossed the wire, Aaron. Thank you. Isn't this kind of fun? All right, back to the phones we go on Rod's Minute to Win It. Let's go to Goud Maragani, who's running for county clerk. Goud, how are you? Welcome back to the show. Are you all set to go, Goud?
9: Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go,
4: Rod. All right, you got one minute. Go.
9: Uh, my name is Goud Maragani. I'm running for Salt Lake County Clerk. I'm a compliance attorney with almost 20 years of experience and a veteran. I'm a systems expert. I understand how to optimize systems and make them transparent. With my skill set, we can make our election system the most accurate and transparent in the state. We will do things like implement chain of custody for ballot drop boxes, put out a detailed poll watching schedule, and hand count one randomly selected race every election. After 32 years of the same management, we have an opportunity to bring in fresh eyes, a compliance attorney perspective, to do an unbiased review, and to take our clerk's office to the next level of transparency, accuracy, and getting voters more engaged in the process. My name is Gaud Maragani, and I ask for your vote for Salt Lake County Clerk.
4: Thanks. All right. All right, Goud. Thank you very much. All right, let's go to Richard Snellgrove, who's running for a seat on the county council. Richard, welcome to Rod's Minute 20. Y'all set to go, Richard?
12: Ready to go, Rod. Thank no.
4: you. All right, you got one minute. Go!
12: I want to remind people who have not voted to please vote tomorrow at one of the 43 vote centers in Salt Lake County or drop off your ballot tonight or tomorrow. And to find a vote center near you, simply Google Salt Lake County Vote Center. Of course, vote for me, Richard Snowgrove, if you want a county council member who looks for cuts and efficiencies in every Salt Lake County budget. The last thing people need in these inflationary times is when people are suffering, is a tax increase. I was honored to have received the prestigious Taxpayer Advocate Award from the Utah Taxpayers Association, and this was in recognition of my defense of taxpayers against tax increases and non-essential county spending. Law enforcement is an essential service that must be well-funded, not defunded, and my long-term support of law enforcement is why I am the candidate who has been endorsed by the Fraternal Order of Police, Utah's largest organization. I ask for your vote. Richard Snellgrove for Salt Lake County Council. It's an honor to serve.
4: All right, Richard. Thank you very much. Let's go to uh, Melinda in the uh, Granite School District. Melinda, how are you? Welcome to Rod's Minute to Winnie. You all set to go, Melinda?
18: I am so ready. All right, here
0: here you go.
4: It's all yours for one minute. Go.
18: Okay. All right. Perfect. Yeah, I am running for Granite School Board Precinct Seven, which encompasses all of Magna City and part of West of West Valley City. And I am running because I want to give a voice to parents. Not only parents, but also for teachers in that precinct. I am a teacher of twenty two years, so I have the perspective of not only a teacher, but also a parent. I have two beautiful daughters that one of them actually went to Granite, into Granite schools. So that's why I'm running. I think we need to have a clear voice in that. So I I know I'm under
4: one minute. So that is perfect. All right. All right, Melinda. Thank you. She did do it under one minute. All right. More of your calls coming up. We'll take a break and come back with your calls on Rod's Minute to Win It. If you're a candidate and want to make a final pitch to voters, we are going to let you do that. If you call in right now, 888-570-8010 or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, we'll be back with more of your calls and comments coming up on the Rod Arquette Show. Taking center stage today on the Radar Catch Show, it's so great to welcome Chris Chapman back from the Lyft Clinic here on center stage to talk about what the Lyft Clinic can do for you. Chris, thanks for joining us again. Thanks thank for
6: being with us. Thank
7: you for having me.
4: All right, back. let's talk about what the Lyft Clinic is all about, first of all, Chris.
7: Very good. So we established the Lyft Clinic to basically help folks with non-surgical options mm-hmm. for uh, troubles that they deal with, like migraines or TMJ pain uh, obstructive sleep apnea, those sorts of things. Anything from the head and the neck up can okay. really be
4: addressed. So how it, it, it's alignment of, it, it of is the, alignment of the head, the neck and the shoulders. Is that right? Have yes. I got that about that right? Chris? Yeah,
7: so if you start if you start right where the head sits on the neck, that's mm-hmm, called the mm-hmm. cranio-cervical junction, or mm-hmm, upper neck. Mm-hmm. That area, if you get that area right and get it properly aligned, the shoulders, the low back, the pelvis, everything else falls into line underneath that. What throws it out of sync? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, we want to say life, but that's a little too ambiguous. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in life, it's the trauma. It's the car accidents, the sports injuries.
6: So, Chris, does this take surgery, or how do you do this? Yes,
7: yeah, so this is a non-surgical procedure. It's called the TAP procedure, mm-hmm. transdermal atlas mm-hmm. positioning. And it's, we, use, oh, we use some 3D imaging, cone beam CT scans, 2D digital imaging. We get an idea of how the head sits on the neck. And then the procedure itself is painless, no adverse events associated with it or no risks. But essentially we use a little wave technology that restores the alignment of the head on the neck and opens up all the the corridors for the blood vessels, Mm -hmm. the cerebrospinal fluid flow and everything.
6: Is this a relatively new process, Chris, or has it been around for
4: a
7: while? The innovations that we've done to the, the process are new. The process itself has been around probably for the last... Four or five decades, but the technology, how we do it, the instrumentation we do it—we used to it used to be done by hand. Now we have an instrument that does it, and so it's an image-guided procedure today. So we've we've really taken all of the all of the technology that's um, so available to mm-hmm. us now. And we've tooled that up, and we can now do this procedure with an image, image guided component to it.
4: It's just fascinating to me. If you want to learn more about the Lyft Clinic, why not give them a call right now at 801 877 1199? That's 801 877 1199 to schedule a free complimentary assessment, including the images. Content
18: of this advertising paid for by Crypto Freedom Pack, not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. Two zero two nine seven one one three one six.
4: All right, welcome back. The Rod Archecho on this election eve, 2022, and Utah's Talk Radio 105.9 KNRS. Listen, and you'll know, all right, it is Rod's minute to win it. We've opened up our phones to any candidate who's running for a political office here in the state of Utah to give us a call and we'll give you exactly one minute to state your case. Before voters head to the polls tomorrow, 888-570-8010 or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, back to the phones we go. And we begin with Danielle Ahn, who is a candidate for Salt Lake County District Attorney. Danielle, how are you? Welcome to the show.
8: I'm doing excellent. Thank you so much, Rod.
4: All right. Y'all set to go, Danielle?
8: Absolutely. Let's do this. All right. Here's
4: your one minute. My name
8: is Danielle. (laughs) My name is Danielle on and I'm running for Salt Lake County district attorney. I need you to vote for me this November, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, because we have seen a 46% increase in homicide in the past four years, a 20% increase in Salt Lake City alone in uh, violent crime, and an 8% increase in aggravated assaults. It's a real quick and easy fix. What I'm promising to do is M plea deals with repeat violent offenders. I want to rebuild our relationship with law enforcement and give a voice back to victims. It's for these reasons that I was endorsed by the governor, by the, our attorney general, and also by every single law enforcement agency within the Valley. So please, again, vote for me, Danielle, i for Salt Lake County District Attorney, and let's make Salt Lake County a safer and better place for all of us. All
4: right, Danielle, thank you very much. All right, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Cole Kelly, a candidate in the Alpine School District. Cole, how are you? Are you all set to go, Cole? You bet. Thanks, Rod. All right, you've got one minute. Go. Yeah, my name is Cole Kelly. I'm running for the
20: Alpine Board of Education, seat 7. I'm going to encourage voters to go to my website. It's MrColeKelly.com. On there, you'll find a link to the debate that we had before ballots were sent out. And one question that really shows the difference between me and my candidate, we were asked what politician on the national level we respect and admire. My answer was Mike Lee. I consider myself a constitutional conservative. My opponent said Mitt Romney. So that tells you the difference between the the opponents, and uh, I'd love to have your vote tomorrow, Um, but to vote Cole Kelly, Alpine Board of Education, seat seven.
4: All right, Cole, thank you very much. Appreciate your joining us on Rod's Minute to Win It. Back to the phones we go. Let's talk to uh, Dave Lundgren, who is a candidate in the Utah House of Representatives. Uh, Dave, welcome to the show. You all set to go? We're ready. Yep. All right, you got one minute. Go.
17: All right, my name is Dave Lundgren. I'm running for House District 47. That is Riverton and Bluffdale. And the reason I am running is because I feel we have an ethics problem in the state legislature. We do not have a law which prohibits voting where you have a direct conflict of interest, and I feel that draws people who are voting for themselves. It explains why we have one out of every three of our state legislators whose day job is real estate development, and then they assign themselves to independent boards where they get to make sweetheart land deals for themselves and profit at the expense of the people. I want to pass a bill which would prohibit voting where you have a direct conflict of interest. Ethics is not about left versus right. It's about high versus low. And right now, without that law, we have too many low-ethic politicians who are coming in and representing themselves. It is possible to be conservative and to have ethics, and I want your vote on, December, on November 8th. Thank you very much.
4: All right, Dave, thank you very much. Let's continue with Rod's Minute to Win It. We go to Wendy Riker, who is a candidate on the Davis School Board. Wendy, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Rod. All right, you all set to go, Wendy? I'm ready. All right, you got one minute. Go.
21: My name is Wendy Leichert, and I'm running for Davis School Board, Precinct 7, and I want to restore the parents' voice in our children's education. Conservative parents can no longer just focus on their own families, and we can no longer count on the establishment to do what is moral and right for our children. There are four seats being decided in tomorrow's election. Victories by those who oppose the status quo in those races will help steer the board from its history of being more concerned with outside organizations' interests than protecting our children's education. Those outside organizations include the DOJ, national and local teachers unions, and other political organizations hell bent on pushing their agendas on our children. Returning local control, getting educators back to educating our children, and removing the politics from their schools should be all of our goals. Again, my name is Wendy Likert, and I am the only candidate for Precinct 7 that represents those values, and I'm asking for your vote tomorrow. Without apology, I'll plug Jen Savage for Precinct 3 and Jenny Stoker for Precinct
4: 3. Oh, too bad, Wendy. Almost. That plug did you in. All right, back to the phones we go. Let's go to Anthony Lube, who's in House District Number 27. Anthony, how are you? Welcome to Rod's Minute to win it.
5: Great, thanks. You, my all, name set,
4: is Anthony you all set Louis to Hang on, Anthony. <laughs> all, right. all right, here we go. Well, you got uh, one minute. Go, go Anthony, go.
2: Great, thank you. My name is Anthony LeBay, and I'm running to represent citizens of State House District 27 in the Utah House. I'm a husband and father of six children. Providing for our families is the number one concern of any parent. As a father of six, I know how tough it can be to keep a balanced family budget. Each month, families in my district are spending an average of $949 or more To maintain their same lifestyle this is a concern i have heard time and again while running for office as your state representative i will fight to keep taxes low including property social security taxes i will work to provide relief for utah families that are struggling with this burden and i'll work every day for your family like they are my own vote anthony bay for utah house district 27. thank
4: you All right, Anthony, thank you very much. All right, more of your calls coming up. It is Rod's Minute to Win It. We've got another full half hour coming your way to get you candidate calls. Your candidate calls, I should say, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod got a lot of people waiting we'll get to your calls coming up after we get you news update right here on Utah's Talk Radio 1059 KNRS. All right, market had a good day today, up more than 14 up more than 400 points, whoops, 400 points, and of course a lot of anticipation about what's going to come out of the election tomorrow night. Now the question I have for you is your financial security ready? Do you have a plan in place depending on what happens to the election and how it impacts our economy. Well, if you need some guidance on how to navigate this difficult environment right now, Trajan Wealth approaches wealth management by looking at a long-term strategy. Their advice to clients is really focus on your long-term financial objectives rather than the day-to-day gyrations in the stock market. Now, Trajan Wealth, they offer tailored wealth management plans. They take the time to determine your risk tolerance level, along with learning about your goals and the timeline for your objectives. By working together, they will develop a wealth management plan that actually reflects your values. Check out Trajan Wealth today if you want true experts and personalized financial advice when investing. They have an office in Draper and in Farmington, and I invite you to give them a call right now, 801-899-7600.
3: Listen to what you want, when you want, wherever you want to. Download the free iHeartRadio app for all the music, radio, and podcasts you love.
10: Put me on a highway, the interstate, a dirt
12: road to any place, long as I'm
3: Show on Talk Radio
4: 105.9 KNRS. All right, in a little bit more than 12 hours, people here in the state of Utah will start heading to the polls to select who they want to represent them on a state or district school board. They'll be voting on state or Senate candidates for the Utah House. They'll be voting on federal candidates. Uh, or federal candidates as well. Big day, midterm elections, and welcome back. Final half hour of Rod's Minute to Win It. We've got our phones open to you right now. 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, Hey, Rod, we give you one minute if you're a candidate for public office to call in and tell people why they should vote for you. All right, let's go right back to the phones. Joy Lynn Lincoln has been waiting patiently. She's a candidate in the Alpine School District. Joy Lynn, how are you? Welcome to the Rod show.
18: Hey, thanks for having me on. All I'm right. Joylyn yep. Lincoln. All right, hang,
4: hang on. Let us get the clock started. Go ahead, Joy. You've got one minute. Go.
18: Okay. I'm Joy Lynn Lincoln, and I'm running for Alpine School Board District 2, and I'm running to empower students by establishing high standards and providing the students with the support they need to succeed. I want to respect and protect parents' rights by listening and promoting positive communication between parents, teachers, and administrators, and treat parents as the experts they are for their children. Want to support educators by having balanced classroom and non classroom responsibilities and reducing the demands, demands that are placed on them for non student success. And we need to have established accountability at the board level by asking and making sure that the votes that I make will impact the students and the families that we serve. Vote Joylyn Lincoln to ensure that every student's education counts.
4: All right, Joy Lynn, thank you very much. Appreciate your taking the opportunity. Let's go to Amanda Oaks, who is a candidate in the Kendon School District. Amanda, how are you? Welcome to the Rod's Minute to Winning. Y'all set to go, Amanda?
6: Judy was boring. Hello.
4: Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com.
18: It's my little escape.
11: Now Judy's the life of the party.
18: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
11: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> Jumba. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your
0: chance to redeem some serious prizes. J-j-jumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
15: I am. Thank All right, you. Go.
4: You've got one minute. Go.
15: Hi, this is Amanda Oaks, Vice President of Canyon School District Board of Education. As representative of District 6, I'm asking for your vote. I'm an attorney and mother of five who all attend Canyon's district schools at the elementary, middle, and high school levels. Over the last four years, our community has gone through a lot. Yet the pa- during the pandemic, Canyon's maintained more in-person learning days than any district in the state and topped the state in academic achievement in all core subject areas. With the district's new strategic plan that was created through your public input and direction, I look forward to seeing the students of Canyons grow further in their learning and opportunities. I am endorsed by the mayors in both Draper and Sandy, as well as Senator Kirk Coleman. Check out my website, oaksforcanyons.com, or reach out to me personally. I look forward to speaking with you and answering any questions you have. Thank you.
4: All right, Amanda, thank you very much. Let's go uh, to uh, Jason Kyle, who's a candidate in the Utah House of Representatives. Jason, how are you? Welcome to Rod's Minute to Win It. All right, thank you. You all set to go, hey, Jason? Jason
17: Kyle. All right, what
4: hey, hey, hang on. <laughs> Let us get you started. All right, go ahead, Jason. You've got one minute. Sure.
20: Okay, my name is Jason Kyle. I'm running to represent House District 8 in the Utah Legislature. I'm running to be a common sense voice in the legislature. We'll always stand up for our freedoms while protecting our tax dollars and productively working with others to promote responsible growth and get results. My focus will be to lower the tax burden on individuals, families, and businesses, promote responsible growth and allocation of natural resources, bring prosperity to Weber and Morgan counties, ensure local control, and support our hardworking teachers in law enforcement. I'm running to listen to and represent you.
9: That's it. Thank you.
4: All right, Jason. Thank you very much. Let's go back to the phones on Rod's Minute to Win It. Let's hear from uh, Laurel Setzer, who is a candidate for the state school board. Laurel, how are you? Welcome to Rod's Minute to Win It.
18: Yes. Can you hear me?
4: Yeah, I can. Sure can. You all set to go, Laurel?
18: I'm ready.
4: All right. You've got one minute. Go. Go.
18: Okay, my name is Laurel Fetzer. I'm running for the state school board in District 5. I'm a mother of four kids who have attended Murray schools. I've been involved in many volunteer capacities in the time my kids have attended school. I've been the PTA president at two schools for a total of seven years. I've helped in every elementary school class my kids have been in. I've helped run elementary school choirs. I've been on the Murray High School Community Council for four years and the Renaissance Committee and been in charge of the district science fairs. I think every child is important and that helping them improve their reading, math, and science proficiency will help them be successful in their future endeavors. I'm concerned about the direction of education. And if I'm elected, I will support policy that focuses on academic excellence, simplified teacher workload, and improved transparency between parents, teachers, and schools.
4: All right, Laurel, thank you very much. Back to the phones we go on Rod's Minute to Win It. Let's say hi to uh, Nick Roberts, who's a candidate for Salt Lake County Sheriff. Nick, how are you? Welcome to the show.
20: It's my privilege to be with you, Mr. Arquette.
4: All right, you're set to go. Nick, all right,
20: you've got one minute. Go. Hi, folks. My name is Nicholas Roberts, and I'm the Salt Lake County candidate for sheriff. I want to protect the people of this county. I have protected the people of Salt Lake County for 45 years. I have been a public servant. Currently, we have what I believe is a broken jail system, and I believe that victims of crimes need to be the first priority of the sheriff. That is for all members of Salt Lake County. That is to protect everybody, to protect the officers, give them equal rights, as well as the citizens. I ask for your vote tomorrow, November 8th. Again, my name is Nicholas Roberts. I want your vote for Sheriff of Salt Lake County. I will help protect you. That is going to be my prime concern. Thank
4: you very much. All right, Nick, thank you very much. All right, more of your calls coming up. Rod's Minute to Win It, our last segment. So if you want to call, give us a call right now, 888 570 888 570 or on your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say, hey, Rod, more of Rod's Minute to Win It coming up. I want to welcome back Chris Chapman to the uh, Radar Ket Show and taking center stage today. Chris, of course, is from the Lyft Clinic. We'll find out more about what the Lyft Clinic does. But when you're, you're talking about alignment between,
6: what, I guess the, the head and the shoulders and the neck, why is that so important, Chris?
7: I'm glad you asked that because alignment in it, in and of itself is not the crucial matter. Mm-hmm. The crucial matter is the structures that, that actually um, function in the middle of that misalignment. Okay. So, All of this, all of the functioning of sleeping, swallowing, digestion, heart regulation, those are all taking place right where the head sits on the neck. So we're really concerned about how the head and the neck are actually aligned up because of those key functionality, which can totally. Change the quality of your
4: life. How do you know if you're out of
6: alignment? I sound like I'm describing
4: a vehicle, but how do you know if you're
7: out of alignment, (laughs) Chris? That's
4: a
6: good question.
7: There's some (laughs) probably great force we could use, but you've got to check. You've got to measure it. So Mm -hmm. what we do at the Lyft Clinic, we do, uh, and these are complementary as well. So we do a complementary 3D scan, a cone beam CT of the head and the neck. So we get to look at that area and determine if it's outside of those normal parameters Mm -hmm. and associate those with... Patient's symptomatology. Is surgery
6: involved or medication involved?
7: No. Oftentimes, our patients are trying to avoid medication Mm -hmm. or avoid Surgery. surgery and still get get really dependable results. And so, those are the those are the the outcomes we get. But. The, we don't use a surgical intervention or a pharmacological okay. intervention.
6: Does it take one or two appointments or a series of appointments? How does it work, Chris?
7: So on the first, on the first visit, which is complimentary, we actually make the assessment and determine whether or not we can help you. Mm-hmm. So there's no skin in the game for the patient. Mm-hmm. And it gives a chance for, for me to sit down with the patient and actually explore their symptoms, look at their images objectively, and determine if there's a good fit. Once we determine that, there's a follow-up procedure where we we schedule the actual procedure for repositioning the head on the neck. Okay,
4: the 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 first visit though we want to stress is complimentary, it is complimentary. so you can get an idea as to what you're looking at.
7: Yes, it is complimentary, and it's a it's a heck of a service, and it's it's a doctor patient happiness sort of thing because you know we don't. The worst thing you can do as a as a doctor is stack your practice with patients you can't help. Yeah, and the worst thing you can do as a patient is Fork out cash and money on procedures, elective procedures that are not going to fix you.
4: All right. If you want to find out more about the Lyft Clinic, and like Chris was just explaining, the first visit is complimentary. They can assess the challenges you face. So why not give them a call right now? It's called the Lyft Clinic, 801 877 1199. That's 801 877 385 766 1987. 385 766 1987. All right, welcome back. Final, what, five, six minutes to go on Rod's Minute to Win It. Phone lines are open to you, 888-570-8010, or on your cell phone, dial pound 250. Back to the phones we go. Let's go to uh, Melanie Monaster, who is a candidate for the state school board. Melanie, how are you? Welcome to Rod's Minute to Win It.
18: Hi, Rod. Thanks for having me on.
4: You all set to go? I'm ready. All right, you've got one minute. Go.
18: Hi, I'm Melanie Monastery, candidate for State School Board. I'm running to represent families and to put students first. During COVID, we saw that our schools had gotten off track, that our school boards did not listen to parents. We saw school policies that do not represent Utah values. I'm a parent, not a bureaucrat. I have children in school, and I'll fight to make sure Utah's children receive a real education that is representative of Utah families. I'm an attorney who represented families for 10 years doing probate law wills, and estate administration. I always work for families, and I will always put families first. It's time for school boards that will focus on math, reading, science, computers, and teaching our kids the skills they need to be the next generation of leaders of our great states. The values being taught in our schools today will be the values of our community for the next generation. Vote for Melanie Monastery for State School Board to give our kids the quality education they deserve.
4: All right. All right, Melanie Monastery, thank you very much. Back to the phones we go on Rod's Minute to Win It. Let's hear from Kim Chandler, who's a candidate for the uh, Granite School Board. Kim, how are you? Welcome to Rod's Minute to Win It. you all set to go?
18: All right, Rod. I am ready.
4: All right, here you go. You've got one minute. Go.
18: Thank you. Um, I am running for Granite School Board Precinct 5 because I believe we need fresh, strong voices on our board To understand that parental input and involvement in their children's education is a right, not a privilege. Parents are not an obstacle to be overcome, but they are in fact critical to the success of any education system. We also need leaders who will tackle the underlying causes of teacher burnout. We are losing teachers in our states at an alarming rate, and the unrealistic expectations that are currently overloading their plates are leading to that. We need board members who are willing to stand against unnecessary and harmful third-party influence in education. I will stand for each of these vital issues and more because our kids and grandkids deserve to each have the opportunity individually to achieve their unique and full potential. So if you share those values, I would hope that you would vote, uh, that I would have your vote tomorrow. Kim Chandler, Granite School Board, Precinct 5. Thank you.
4: All right, Kim. Thank you very much. To Back to the phones we go. Let's welcome Ken Ivory to the Rod Catch. Ken, how are you?
2: Hey, Rod, doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. <laughs>
4: all right, y'all set to go. Ken, you've got one minute. Go.
2: You bet, man. It's all about energy, education, the economy. Rod, right now, the EPA's unilateral good neighbor mandate requires that Utah shut off all coal-fired power by 2026. This mandate shuts off 70% of Utah power, puts the lives of Utahns at risk, destroys our economy. Not going to let that happen education when parents stood up to protect their children from harmful pornographic indecent material i stood up with them and i'll continue to stand up for parents protect children economy federal government's mortgage our children's future national debts ex- approaching 32 trillion rod the interest on the national debt alone this year is going to exceed a half a trillion dollars i'm working with david walker former comptroller general under president clinton bush to rally state leaders across the nation to exercise our constitutional power to rein in this Washington inflation-busting recklessness. Got a 100% score from Utah Taxpayers Association. Voters in District 39. Time's
4: Time's up, Ken. Good try. Ken Ivory, a candidate in the House of Representatives. Back to the phones we go. Let's go to Hiram Cox, who's a candidate for Utah County Sheriff. Hiram, how are you? You all set to go, Hiram? Doing well. Thanks, Rod. All right. You've got one minute. Go.
14: I'm Hiram Cox, and I want to be the Utah County Sheriff. Uh, First things first, no, I'm not related to Spencer Cox. I'm running to bring frontline leadership and principled leadership back to the Utah County Sheriff's Office. We need a constitution-first approach. I've personally worked all the jobs unique to the Sheriff's Office, corrections, patrol, judicial services, SWAT. I I implemented programs for carbon in Utah counties Uh, in over 16 years. A broad law enforcement experience as well as business administrative experience, I'm prepared for this position. I We're, we're losing balance as public servants, and I have a deep calling to, to restore that. Our families of freedom are under attack, and I will stand with you and for you, whether it's at the school board or the or the state capitol. I don't have a political action committee. I don't owe any favors. I want to be beholden only to the people of Utah County, right in Hiram Cox, Utah County Chair.
4: All right. All right, Hiram. Let's go. One more call. We can go to to Andrew Edel, who's a candidate in the Canyon School Board. Andrew, go. You've got one minute.
13: My name is Andrew Edel. I'm running for Canyon School Board in District 4. Our teachers are tired, and we need to help them. I am here to support educators and also here to support parents. I've been an actively involved parent since my first child entered kindergarten, working with SCCs and PTAs. I'm here to make sure that parents continue to be involved in the children's education and to make sure that we continue to have transparency while not burdening our educators. I would appreciate your vote. My name is Andrew Edel, Canyon School Board, District 4.
4: All right, Andrew, thank you very much. And we want to thank all the candidates who called in tonight. And my personal thanks to each and every one of you. Running for political office is never easy. I never, I have never done it. My father did it, but I have never done it. But I know it takes a lot of courage for you to get out there, spend the money you have to spend, and to listen to people and to share your opinions with people. And my compliments to many of you. Again, the polls open a little bit more than 12 hours from tom- tomorrow. Make sure you get out and vote. It's an important election. Very important. Make sure you do so. That does it for us tonight. Head up, shoulders